what's up you guys welcome back to a modern woman podcast i'm your host brianna Denell. today we're joined by my friend summer how are you good how are you i am here i'm live in this bitch i'm ready (laughs) i feel like i haven't talked to you in forever it's so like i was just like oh my god because I've been creeping on you on social media. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like creeping, but you know what I'm saying? Like we always stalk like our yeah. friends a little bit. Like, I don't think that's yeah. weird. That's not weird. Right. No, I do the same thing to you. Except, oh, oh, I love that. I love that we're mutual stalkers. That's like just beautiful. <laughs> I love to hear that. But yeah. So I'm like, I always, it's crazy because when I had first met you, we were just servers. You was just starting out in college and it's like seeing kind of where your life went from there to where it is now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. You found like your literal fucking niche, bro. (laughs) It was hard, like thinking about how I was when I met you. And like, I was thinking about this in the car earlier. I was 18 years old and wild. Yeah. The person I was at 18 is not who I am today as a 24 year old. And it's just crazy. Cause like, there are still people who think about me as that person. And I'm like, hold on. No, no, no. Like meet me today. I am way better, but That's, go ahead. it's crazy to see where I've came from and like where I'm at now. Cause I never would have thought that I would, I still don't feel like I have my shit together, but I never would have thought that I had my shit together like this. Well, and it's different because think about it, like you were saying, right? So like things were different, obviously, like when you were 18, we was wild, we was fucking crazy. I think I was like 19, almost 20 when I had met you because I was a little older, but that was definitely like, I feel like even though you've seen me progress, I'm still obviously nowhere near the same person that I was, you know, even just last year, like it's crazy the amount of growth that could happen. So I don't think it's like you you don't necessarily have to fully have your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like you get up, yeah. you do what you do, you make your money, you're in a good, it seems like a good headspace. Like For the most part, yeah. everything's like going yeah. really good. I'm medicated. I never thought that I would be, but I'm medicating myself with um, pharmaceuticals, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I finally got to something that I like that helps me balance and stay balanced. And then on top of that, I smoke pot every day. So I'm like, can we talk about that for a second? Because I was just talking to you about this before we started recording. I think it's fucking hilarious because, okay. So when I first met Summer, right, we was working at like this shitty little Italian restaurant, right? Then we went to like this other fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll just call it what it is. (laughs) Bro. Oh yeah. I really honestly forgot about it until early, uh, earlier today too, because I had asked my mom, Oh, do you remember summer? Cause like I was telling her that, yeah. cause, um, I sent her the link to your photography page because I want her to like set up. Cause I think we're all going to do family pictures when I come down, but we'll talk about that later. But, um, I was asking her about that and I was like the one from Buffalo wild wings. I was like, wait a minute. I used to work with her at macaroni grill. Like that's fucking crazy. Cause I feel like we didn't even work there that long. Oh no, not at all. That was a like shit, but yeah, <laughs> for real, but it's so funny because like back then when you was <laughs> like this little 18 year old princess, um, yeah. <laughs> I was always the one who was smoking weed. I was like, bro. Cause like at the time I was living with my mom, I couldn't smoke no goddamn weed up in her house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she got a military husband, a bunch of other shit. Like she beat my ass. Let her find out that I have weed in her house. <laughs> um, but so I'd be like, for real. 
So I'm like, yeah. yo, we used to just go over and kick it at your house. I'm like, you didn't care if anybody had smoked no. it, but you were like, I'm not Everybody touching this. At my house. Everybody did anything at my house and I did not give a fuck, but I never <laughs> did anything. Like I was just always drunk as hell. Bouncing off the walls. Bro, you used to use, oh my God, you used to be drunk as shit. Oh my God. Cause we used to do, I remember we had like this little shitty ass beer pong table. Yeah. <laughs> I would like, be drunk and I would be on Adderall and that would get me through the life. Like we'd wait, we'd work until four o'clock in the morning. We'd go party until seven. I had class at nine 30 and then we do it all over again. And literally that was the only way that we made it through. It was freaking ridiculous. Like I, I was thinking about this the other day. Cause it's so funny. Like, and I can, it was actually recently. Cause I just like this past weekend went um, on a Myrtle beach trip with all of uh, my friends. Cause it was like our friend's birthday or whatever. So we planned her like this cute little trip. Right. And I was like, God damn, we was going, I think the latest that we stayed up, bro was like, <laughs> was like fucking 1230 bro but yeah. was, I think that was the latest that we stayed up like the first night we was just so dog tired because we left at like six o'clock in the morning well we tried to then we forgot our purses and it was like a whole other mess right so <laughs> anytime you travel something happens I yeah, understand completely. but you would think one of us would forget our purse like, you know what I'm saying? But no, it was fucking both of us. So Emily pulls up to the gas station. She's like, oh my gosh, like I, I forgot my purse. Thankfully, we're only a couple minutes away from the house. But she was like, will you just buy my coffee? And then, you know, like I'll get you back, like, yeah. whatever. So I'm like, yeah, girl, I got you. So I go down to pick up my purse. Bitch, I forgot my purse. <laughs> oh, Lord. Fucking crazy. But yeah. I'll so- that coffee on the house. Oh no. So we went with uh, two other friends and one of our, our friend was like, yo, like I'll just grab the coffee. The other one got the gas. We came back and like all worked out. Okay, cool. <laughs> but it's crazy. Cause I love to see, I love to see, um, people <laughs> when they discover that weed works for them yeah. <laughs> that's all I was trying to say because I remember insane. like back then it was like whatever we can chill I'm gonna sit over here in this corner I'm gonna get drunk as fuck but y'all do you and now it's like oh my god summer's a yeah. pothead I'm like this is perfect when I come home like it's it's on <laughs> it's I, on, I on I this podcast right life. now I could not get through life without it and like honestly I was like that forever until I met Hudson and he was a big pothead. And he was like, you know, if we're going to be together, like you got to smoke with me or like, you've got to figure something out. Like I'm going to smoke regardless. And we were together for two months before I moved up to Colorado with him. And when we moved to Colorado, it was just a game changer. Like everything up there. Cause you can go to dispensaries and like pick out what you want. And they have so many different things that you can choose from edibles. I mean, bath bombs, drinks, just anything and everything and so I really got into it when we lived up there and now I'm like I can't live without it let's smoke let's light up Time Yo, I have hit. a question about that before like we dive in to your story but um so I know that you said that moving out there was a game changer but like okay like for me for instance like when I first started smoking or whatever bro like I didn't really like smoking because it actually spiked my anxiety until my body got used to it. You say now, like I have to smoke to make my anxiety chill out or just like, you know, mellow out whatever it is that I need to do. But what was that like for you? Like adjusting, like, did you not like smoking originally because it fucks with your, cause we both struggle with mental health. You know what I'm saying? So like, did that fuck with your shit too? That was the whole reason I never smoked. Well, and honestly, because 
okay, I grew up and my whole life, my parents smoked pot. It was no big deal. Like you just don't tell anybody about it because you don't want them to get in trouble. So I grew up and it was no, it was no big thing. And the first time I ever smoked pot was my freshman year of high school. We went off campus and I smoked with like five of my friends off campus and we came back to school and we all got kicked out for it. So <laughs> I, I had already had like a stigma of the like, pothead. Yeah. Well, no, well that, and then of like, anytime I smoke pot, I'm going to get in trouble. Oh so, yeah. So then on top of that, like I would smoke here and there with friends, but I would always get really paranoid and it would really fuck with my anxiety. So I wouldn't smoke. Well, I remember another time I went to an MGK show. It was my first ever MGK show with Lakeland and my, and Brittany from mm-hmm. Wild Wings. And we had driven all the way down there from the city, got a hotel room, we're in line. And these girls were passing around a blunt. And so I hit it. It's a fucking MGK show. Like you got to hit the blunt there. Yeah. I'm like, who don't hit the blunt? I remember when yeah. we went in Kansas city and this motherfucker was smoking on the stage. I said, God damn. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Like you can't, you can't not hit the blunt for MGK. So yeah. I hit the blunt and then some security guards come up and they kicked me out of the show for smoking pot. So I'm like, but not the other people because they were over 21 and I wasn't oh fuck that even though it's in Texas which is not a legal state anyway whether yeah. you're 2 10 21 45 regardless it, yeah what but then okay. I got kicked out for that too and so mm-hmm. I just had this stigma of like hey I don't you know like I'm not gonna smoke pot because I'm gonna get in trouble wherever I go like I get high I get paranoid like there's a reason for this I remember now that you said that I remember you posting about that because you were pissed because you drove all the way down to Dallas and you couldn't even go to the fucking I remember okay okay so me and you, we went to the first show together in Kansas yeah that was I lit. Remember, yeah that was, was crazy like, I just took off work like out of nowhere I was supposed to work that night and I was like bro will you cover my shift my friend was like she has this extra ticket to this like yep. fucking concert and I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go so whether you cover my shift or not I, I'm a go <laughs> I'm going you won't see me here tonight my bard ass back then but shit that's how I mean that's how it's always been and so I once we moved to Colorado and it was legal and like I realized because Hudson would just smoke on a street corner or he would just like be out in the open, just smoking. And I would always, oh my God, we're going to go to jail. And I realized it's not that big of a deal. And so I started finding strains that would work for me and like learning different things that wouldn't trigger my anxiety or wouldn't trigger my bipolar, wouldn't, you know, really necessarily work against my mental health, but it would help me. And so now I'm like, I can really smoke whatever, <laughs> like it doesn't bother me now, but it was for somebody who doesn't know what to smoke. And for somebody who would like to, they feel that, you know, they're paranoid or they have really bad anxiety when they smoke. I just honestly think that they need to look into what they're smoking. What they're smoking. Yeah. And figure out what's good for them, what works in their favor and what doesn't. Absolutely. 100%. I agree. So I love how we got on a weed rant and I'm here for it. 100%. By the way, when I come home, that's like, we have to make that happen now. Cause like, I don't think I, I think I made you hit the blunt like one time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had to take care of your ass that night. Yeah. I remember that night. Bro. So Obviously, I had made a comment earlier about how, like, you're doing photography. Before, like, 
we talk about that i'm i'm really curious actually you know what no hold on this is how i want to start this this is, this is how we're gonna go what made you want to get into that um so honestly uh, as far as i can remember back from like six seven eight years old i've always asked for some sort of camera for christmas or my birthday like whether it be a polaroid or an underwater digital fake camera or like any type of camera i always ask for something new and i always really liked photography but i never thought of it as like being something i could do as a career because i always thought oh you have to have degrees oh you have to have money you have to have this and that and this and that and so <clears throat> like in high school we had yearbook i wasn't a part of that so i never got into like pictures in high school but i will say that my senior year of high school I was um, office aides for one of my principals yeah. and on the side, she did photography and she was amazing at what she did. But I do remember she took me um, in as her senior project. Oh, she, she paid for me to get my hair done. She did my makeup. She took oh. my senior pictures and they were breathtaking. And if it wasn't for her, I would not have been able to have senior pictures. Oh my God, so, my heart. So from there, I, we were living in Colorado and it, beautiful scenery. So I told Hudson, I was like, babe, like, I really want a nice camera. I want to be able to take advantage of what, you know, where we're living. And so he, I was down here for like a week or so visiting my family. And when I came back, he had surprised me with my camera. Oh and, my God. Yeah. So I started up there. I didn't really know a lot of people. So it was hard for me to get into like families and stuff like that. Yeah. But I really started up there, but I told myself when I moved back, I wanted to, I, I want to be a photographer and I want to be successful as it, yeah. but I, I want to be able to give people photos that can't normally afford them or that yeah. if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't have that. And I want to be able to have those charity cases and to be able to help those people. Because at the end of the day, like when you lose somebody, all you have to look back for are those memories. Yeah, and absolutely. I never had like, we didn't have family pictures growing up. We didn't yeah. have like, the childhood memories and stuff like that. So I'm kind of just like, I want to be able to give that to other people. And I'm doing something that I love while I'm doing it. So all in all, it's like in my favor. I literally love that so much. That's literally... <laughs> seriously one of the most beautiful things that I ever heard I love that you actually want to be able to you got such a beautiful experience that one of you, you said it was your teacher the assistant yeah teacher? okay yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> your teacher but she was able to give that to you and that really stuck like you that's one yeah. of those things that's kind of like a milestone in your life even if it didn't like click with you right then oh my god like this is what I want to do look at how that panned out exactly and it's like, I talk to her now on social media and she still posts pictures that she does for like other seniors and stuff. And I tell her, I'm like, God, your work is so beautiful. Like, I just want to be there one day. And she was like, honey, you're there. Like you, you have made it like stop being so hard on yourself. Cause that's really like my biggest thing is I am so hard on myself. You're your own biggest critic. Very much so. So how did you. I guess transition because for like, are you still serving or are you said, cause I thought, I, I know for a while you were just strictly doing your photography, right? Like, are you still? I'm, I'm full, full-time photography. 
So, so how did you transition? How did, how did that happen? That's fucking amazing. First of all, like, can we talk about that for a second, bro? Like you literally were able to quit your day job. It was I, the most terrifying thing I've ever done. I need, I have to know about this. How I want to know everything. <coughs> how, Oh shit. I just hit my so, microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> so honestly, like I was serving, making money, like, you know, the normal shit. And I just got tired of it. So I started working in a car dealership. I hated it. Yeah. So I went back to serving and, you know, serving still didn't really do anything for me. Like it used to, like when I think of serving, I think of Buffalo days. I want that back. Like that is what I want when I'm serving. I want my crew back. I want my family back. I want the lifestyle. Like I miss that. It was money and it was just like the most lit like <laughs> the lit experience bro like Texas Roadhouse was actually low-key my favorite but honestly Buffalo was probably my second but that's a anyway continue. I hated Roadhouse god but, uh, I loved it so, like, <laughs> when I was thinking of serving like I've I've always wanted to have like a crew that I stuck with and I just never like got that from anywhere else and so then I went back to serving and I you know still did it but I started working at a hospital and because I was like, you know, let's try something different. You don't like the car industry. Let's try the medical field. Okay. I went to the hospital and I was working in a, a neurological um, office. Okay. So yeah. We dealt with a lot of patients that had dementia, uh, a lot of patients that were mentally retarded. Um, yeah. They had stuff like, you know, Down syndrome stuff that was wrong with their head neurologically. Um, and so we dealt with a lot of special needs patients. And I was hoping, you know, dealing with that field, I would see a lot of people with patience and with understanding and with compassion. And I saw the opposite. They what? were, they were rude. They were, hateful. yeah, they were disgusting to our patients. And I just, after that, I told myself like, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. This is not, I can't, I can't watch people be like this towards patients I have a question I'm so sorry do you mind giving like an example of something that was witnessed like can you do that is that if not it's fine it's fine so we had this one patient and I I don't even remember his name but he obviously I don't know if he was a a crackhead for so long that it messed with his head or if yeah he had problems but he would always come up there because he forgot his medication, he would think he forgot his medication. So he would come up there to come back and get it. And yeah. he would always come back up there. And anytime they'd come up there, it would just be a problem. Oh, he's here again. Oh God, he's back. Let's ignore him. Let's get out of here. Like they would just like. Something's wrong with this fucking brain. What kind of office yeah. do you think this is? He doesn't know what exactly. the fuck is going on. What? Or like some of the patients, they would stink because they'd be coming out of homes and stuff like that. Well, so they don't they remember. Would, exactly. And to so take they would, shower, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. cause they have dementia. Yep. And so for them, or like, you know, when older people with dementia, they don't remember things or they don't know things. And so when you're trying to talk to them, you're trying to talk to them with compassion or you're trying to, Empathy, you know, yeah. yeah. And they would just be so sh- like short and snarky with it. And I just couldn't do that. 
No, like, fuck that. Mm-mm. You know how close I am with my grandparents. If I ever saw anybody talk to my grandparents like that, you I would, would lose it. A counter and beat somebody's ass. Yo, shout out to Grandma Bev. Grandma Bev's the shit. <laughs> like, like your grandma's. I haven't met your grandpa, but your grandma's the shit. She's funny as fuck, bro. Like, if you guys ever get the chance to stalk Summer, <laughs> look at what her grandma comments on her. Sh- I'm not even gonna lie. There's sometimes where I'll be creeping on your shit and I just like scroll through just to find you in your grandma's comments because she says the most off the wall shit and I love it and I want to be just like her when I grow up oh me too she I just had to make that known she is my soul sister I love she is a mess she's great but I'm sorry you can continue I don't even know where we were going Um, you was talking about how, oh, you were working in a neurological office and how you were deciding that wasn't for you. You were kind of oh. finding your way to photography, right? But, and putting yeah, everything to do just, that. It just, I, I didn't like the way that they had talked to people. I didn't like the way that they had handled people. So I was just like, you know what? This isn't for me either. Yeah. And I was only, I was doing my photography after work on the weekends, taking up all my free time. So I never had time to spend at home with Hudson or with my family or to do anything. Yeah. And so I really started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I'm only making $10 an hour here at the hospital. Cool. I, was, I wasn't really serving anymore. Like I had quit serving for the most part because I was doing photography. And so um, I was like, I don't really need this job. If I quit this job, it'll only take me four more photo sessions a month to fill in that paycheck. Or you know what I mean? It'll only take me X amount of photo sessions a month to fill in that paycheck. Yeah. And if I'm not working full time, I can schedule more photo shoots. Yeah. And so there was a photographer friend that I had that was full time. And I had asked her, I was like, you know, when did you realize that it was more beneficial for you? to be full-time versus, you know, working. And she was like, honestly, it's better for us because we have kids. She was like, but there's never going to be a right time when you feel that now's the time for you to quit your job. Now's the time for you to be full-time. She was like, honestly, you just need to take that leap. And so I took that little phrase, take the leap. And I literally packed up or I did, I did the hospital in a very shitty way. I went in at seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm so proud of myself for this, but I packed up all my stuff, left my key and my badge on the desk and just never walked back. And welcome. Yep. And so after that, I told myself I'm taking the leap. And since then I haven't done anything else. I here and there, like, cause I still technically work at the restaurant. I'll pick up, like if we're going on vacation, I'll pick up like two shifts on a weekend so I can get some extra money to go on vacay or like anything like that but I'm full-time what is that like how how does that feel for you because this is literally fulfilling a dream it's terrifying um because like I have times where I feel that I'm not doing anything because Mm -hmm. I'm not like not working Um, so I just sit, I sit at home and I'm, I'm editing pictures or I'm going and doing, you know, a one or two hour photo shoot a day. So I don't feel like I'm doing a lot, but when I add all of that up together, I am working, you know, eight, nine, 10 hours a day. I am working, you know, between my inquiries and between everything else, I'm working the full work schedule, but I don't realize it because I'm from home. 
So yeah, you got to stop and give very, yourself that credit. But no, exactly. And it's very hard for me to balance that home life and that work life with working at home. Um, so I've really just kind of brought it into perspective of like, you're really doing this. Like if people didn't like you, they wouldn't be hiring you. If people didn't like your work, like they wouldn't tell you that they like your work. And so that's always been my biggest thing is like, you've got to quit being so hard on yourself because you were doing it <laughs> like there. And I tell Hudson all the time. I'm like, I have this photographer that's really looking up to me or like, she's asking for advice or, Oh, I have this other photographer that like said she liked my work or, you know, and it's just little stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't realize I'm as good as I am until stuff like that happens. And then I'm like, I'm so proud. Like, my own yeah, I yeah. know look at you out here doing the damn thing <laughs> and so it's, it's just hard like it's hard to like this is my reality now and so I'm trying to realize like this is my reality so it's just a lot but all in all like I'm very happy that I've done it I don't regret it and I hope that I can just continue to go up from here oh so I have a question not to like burst the What's like that? happy train bubble <laughs> um have you had like any crazy like bad experiences like or like a horror Um, story yet so I have had one lady and it's the reason I started doing contracts um oh so I I did Christmas minis last year yeah and they were the milk bath minis where you put your kid in the hot chocolate cup and they had the marshmallows I saw them. Those are so cute, by the way. Like yeah. love those. Like and when so, I have a baby, you're flying here. You don't have a choice. Okay. I'll bring my cup with me. Okay. I'll pay extra. <laughs> but, uh, we, uh, so I did those and I did 20 minute time slots for each child with 15 minute setup time in between for me. Yeah. And so this lady, she came in and her child was crying from the moment she walked in until the moment she left. she came in and you know I tried to work with her I tried to get some good pictures of her we tried to bribe her with candy food whatever we had and she just wasn't really budging yeah and so I went over three time slots for them to try to accommodate their child and I even told them before they left I was like you know um I see that she's not happy um I see that she's not happy but if you want, like, I'm more than willing to do a reshoot for you. Yeah. Like, I'll, send you, I'll send you the pictures that I got. And if you don't like them, then I'll do a reshoot for you. Cause that's not her fault. That poor baby. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, she was, I sent her the previews and she was like, well, is there, is there any way that you got any of her smiling? And I was like, no, ma'am, I'm sorry. Like your daughter was uncooperative during the session. And I tried to do my best, like the best that I could to get, to get what I could for you. Yeah. You know, like I'm willing to offer you a reshoot because I don't want to give you a refund of your money. Like I've already put my time and effort into it. And so she was like, oh, you called my kid uncooperative. I'm never doing business with you. I'm telling everybody not to do business with you. And I just want my money back and all this and all that. And I was like, we literally talked about how uncooperative your kid was. Like, I'm sorry that that word now offends you, but it is literally what was happening. Like, and I wasn't picking asshole. 
yeah, I wasn't using it in like an offensive way. And so she like went off. And so I started contracts after that stating that, um, once the session has taken place, um, you, there is no refunds, no matter what you'll be offered one reshoot if there's a problem, um, stuff like that. Just, I have different things covered in my contract now to cover circumstances like that. Yeah. But other than that, like, honestly, I haven't really had anything too crazy. I've had a crazy incident with a photographer, a local photographer around oh, here. What? Yeah. Fill this tea, sis. I'm ready. <laughs> you know me. You know who I am. I'm Summer. Like, You're I'm wonderful. A fucking, I'm a fucking hippie. Like, this is just who, like, this is just who I am. I'm a flower child, like a free spirit. Oh, I and love so, it so much. And so anyway, if you go look on my website, like, my pages are labeled like free spirit, flower child, gypsy soul, stuff like that. Yeah. Based on stuff that I like, based on, you know, like my character of who I am. Well, there's this local photographer. I'm not going to name her name. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to. <laughs> but uh, she said that I stole her website theme. Bitch. And then she, um, so I got my LLC. Uh-huh. Okay, hold on, pause. Let's rewind. She made okay. two Facebook. She made two Facebook statuses about a local photographer stealing her ideas, stealing her prices, stealing her setups, all this, all that. Oh. I stopped anything like hers. I'm not even on the same tier as her. Like, yeah. Like, we're not comparable. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I went there. But, so anyway, she made, like, multiple Facebook status. I don't even know who the girl is. Like, mm -hmm. I had to find out through mutual friends like hey is this about you it sounds like it's about you I don't fucking know I don't know this girl like maybe it is I don't follow her Facebook page she's I don't even not know even her yeah like that's what I was about to say she's not even are. in my yeah exactly and so um anyway fast forward to February I got my LLC and I waited to post it for like four days after I got it until I got my certificate for it and I posted it on Facebook and then two days later she posted that she got one on her Facebook. An LLC? And, yeah. And then blocked me on everything. But so is she getting her ideas her. from you? But I was the one copying her. That don't make no damn sense. Oh, I don't. Okay, so. All right. Well, forget them. What's some of your. Okay, so you said that. What had stuck with you like back in the day was your teacher like taking you basically like under her wing or whatever right yeah so now that we've kind of talked about some of your shitty experiences oh yes hit that pipe oh wait I don't think I can say that because hit that pipe can mean like a bunch of different things she's just smoking weed guys that's the only pipes we're hitting in this motherfucker I mean <laughs> right now so yeah we just gonna smoke and have this conversation what do you think? Okay. So you said that the reason that you, what your passion is behind doing this, right. Is being able to help people who are kind of like underprivileged and not have, like able to afford family photos or, you know, like nice pictures yeah. for themselves or whatever. Right. Have you had an, ex oh, wait, how, how long have you been doing this now? So part-time I started my photography business in February of 2018. 
Um, okay. I say legitimately like focusing on my photography business about a year and a half, maybe like really trying to get it up and going. Um, but I've, I've only been full-time since February. So would you say that you've kind of had one of those cases or maybe even a couple where you were able to help somebody yet? Or is there like a, um, photo shoot that kind of stuck out to you that you're, um, the most proud of? Um, honestly, like there have been, I wouldn't even say that have stuck with me. There have been a few cases because I haven't necessarily had the opportunity to, I've done a few newborns where I haven't done them at full cost because newborn sessions are outrageous. Yeah. Um, People spend like thousands of dollars on that. Yeah. So those are always really discounted. So I feel like I help a lot with those, but I would say like some of the sessions that stick with me and that I'm most proud of are like families that I have had from the very beginning. And then like families that have stuck with me throughout my growth mm-hmm. and are still here until the end. And I get to like compare and contrast their sessions. I think those are probably what I'm most proud of. Bro, I'm glad that you said that because honestly, I love seeing, I don't know if I can say her name, but I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, but your home girl with her little girl, I love seeing those yeah. sessions, like seeing how much she's grown because you literally yeah. started doing all that from the time, like she was born. Like, it's crazy to see their sessions. I she, love she's, their sessions. She's pregnant with her second daughter now. Oh yeah. What? And it's, it's a long story, but She's oh no, I'm not judging. Pregnant. That's awesome. If she's no, happy, I'm happy. No, I'm just saying it's a long story. We'll get into that later. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but she's pregnant with her second daughter now. And I'm like, yeah. I actually get to watch this one from like, cause when Carrington was born, we were in Colorado. So yeah. I didn't get her the full, the full first, first year of her life. So I'm like, now with this one, I get to little baby from literally the start of conception, yeah. bro. Like all the way until like, she's here. You could literally do like week by week month by month like all yeah. that shit like oh you could create something really fucking cool bro you probably already have something up your sleeve but it's cool because I have a lot of friends like that too that are like getting pregnant and I get to grow with their kids because I don't necessarily know like I don't think I want kids and so I get to grow with their kids and I get to see how they grow up and like I'm Aunt Summer like it's cool because I get to return them when I don't want them anymore but yeah they get to me and we get to have fun and like I get to I get to photograph their kids and watch their kids grow up and I just think that's the coolest part about it well bro you have kids but I feel what you're saying yeah <laughs> she has animals y'all she got kids they, yeah but no they for real grow. that's like the dopest part is being able to like go do all the fun stuff and be like the fun person it's like okay I'm done being fun they just refund them essentially go home <laughs> Oh my god I'm the worst I'm the worst I'm so excited bro because like I'm literally as you know obviously I already asked you to do like because I want to do like a cute little sister's photo shoot with my little because they're so cute oh my god I don't know if you've seen them recently but they're just getting so big oh I just I can't wait to do they were I know right it's so crazy because it was like when you and I became friends my mom had just had Naya which is the oldest one and then she came I didn't in. Know she had the second one until you moved down to Lawton and told me that she had had another baby. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, that was it though. That's all. That's all. That's all. But yeah, they're, they're the cutest. I'm really excited for that. And for them to like, be able to just do something fun. It's going to be yeah. cute. I'm excited. 
but so would you say that you had like any you said that you had like a lot of self-doubt was is there ever any like slower periods or like is business really good or how is that kind of honestly like I say that I have slow periods but then I go and I do my calendar month by month and I go look at how many I have already booked for the month and I I stay pretty booked up for the most part um like the past I want to say since I quit like since I've been full-time March, April, May, and June have been completely booked. That's why I was like, bro, I'm not even going to lie because like, I see you posting all the time and like how many followers you have. I'll link your page down below also, by the way, like all your shit. So people can go check it out or whatever. My Instagram is (laughs) Well, your Facebook's pretty up to date. Yeah. But like, yeah, I was like, this girl is getting book book. Like I better like pick my time and I'm talking about like I'm not going to be there to like end of October type shit yeah. I'm like let me I gotta um, I better plan yeah, this I one people trying to book out like Christmas minis and stuff already and so I'm like god I can't even think like begin to think about Christmas right now but <laughs> how does that yeah that's like crazy right there's people that are literally like it's June that are trying to book you out in December that's amazing dude and then it was crazy because I just did this wedding this past weekend and they had booked me like all the way back in October which by the way phenomenal by the way I saw those pictures too they look awesome thank you I'm super excited about it but to think like having people and I told Hudson like even when I booked that wedding I was like I don't know if I should book somebody this far in advance like how do I know that's what I'm still going to be doing but now I'm like this is my career this is my job it's what I'm going to be doing like so I have to book you know further out in, in advance but I also love it because I answer to nobody yeah and I'm my own I take off when I want. We get to go on vacation when we want. Like, that's pretty amazing. You're good. This, oh yeah, that's what I was going to talk to you about. You're good. Like you're in a good place and you're literal. This is like you said, this is your career. This is like your profession. Now I saw that you do like a bunch of like little studio setups and everything. So you like literally rent out your own place. Like this is a, yeah. Like talk to me about that. I've seen some of your little I have a studio on Sheridan and uh, Ferris. It's over. Do you remember where Hastings was? Yes. So it's over there um, off of uh, Sheridan. It's Lakeland, my best friend. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was supposed to say her name. but No, it's you can mom. if you're allowed to. Like if you oh, want okay. to, I don't care. I, I was care. just trying to be respectful. <laughs> but, uh, it's her mom's spin studio. She runs a exercise bike, like spin studio. Mm-hmm. And she has an office space in there that she was using to collect storage. And so I asked her, uh, we had Carrington's birthday there one day. And so I asked her, I was like, hey, when are you going to let me turn this office into a studio? And she was like, whenever you come start doing it. And I was like, are you kidding me? And she was like, no, I'm serious. Like, whenever you want to come start, like, you can do whatever you want to it. So we went, we laid floors, we painted it, we brought everything in there and I turned it into a studio. I love that. That's so amazing that she was just like, Hey, like people are yeah. really seeing you out here doing the damn thing and believing in what it is that you're doing enough and to I've be like, Hey, to have people like help me along the way. I can't say that I've done it all by myself because I have had people that have helped me, you know, here and there with things that I have and have been fortunate enough to have, but honestly, like I could not do it without 
the people that support me every day, yeah. who like my pictures, who comment on my stuff, who literally, who book with me, like who even share my posts. I could not do it without them. Cause that's how I get my clients. That's how I get my business is by word of mouth. There's no other way that I can say that I get clients besides that. Isn't it crazy how like in a, essentially a, a, like a year and a half, well, technically, if you think about it, like, let's just say, since you've really went full-time, like five months, you built like a whole ass little following, bro. Like you have yeah. like almost 2000 followers on Facebook from your photography page. How does that feel? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, and I tell Hudson that all the time. I'm like, babe, like I almost have, I'm like, I'm almost at, you know, 1.5 K whenever I hit that. I was like, it's crazy to think that there's that many people that are following me. And then, you know, I'm about to hit 2k and I'm like, God, it's crazy to think that there's like that many people that are following me. And then honestly, like I go out and introduce myself, like introduce myself to people and it'll just be random people. And they're like, oh yeah, I've heard about you on Facebook or like, oh yeah, I've seen your photography name. And I'm just like, what? I I'm summer. You're not supposed to know who I am. I'm the little girl that doesn't exist to anybody. Like, no, you're like little well-known summer. (laughs) It's weird. It's weird. It's like, but it's like a good weird. You know what I'm it saying? Is. Like that. I'm awkward, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yes. for people to know me, like I've never been like in that position. Cause then yeah. it's like, wait a minute, wait, what, what, why do you know me? How do you know me? Like, yeah. Or really. at least like, I'm fucked up. That's where my head instantly goes to. I'm oh, like, who told you exactly. what? <laughs> and then back to our conversation earlier of do you know me now or do you know 18 year old me yes Which version are we talking about because like I need to know because that's a big difference because we got a yeah. lot to talk about in between if that's if yeah. that's the case but if it's like mm, a year ago okay 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 we can we can rock with that <laughs> but 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 that's about yeah, it so do you think it's definitely 100% safe to say like, this is like your career from here on out. Like, you don't think that you're going to do like nothing else. I hope like, not. I, I hope not. That. At this point, I'm kind of just like, I don't see myself doing anything else. And so if this fails, like I don't, <laughs> I don't have a backup plan. Like, you don't I'm need planning. one at this point. You're doing yeah, good. I'm planning, like, hold on. I'll tell you how real it is. I'm planning okay. hand, tats, hand tats type real. Oh, okay, girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hand so, tat? so that's how you know, like, this is it. That's a wrap. Yeah. You're going to get a face tat. You should get a face tat. That'd be, they're kind of cute. Let's wait first. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. That's freaking amazing. This is hands down your favorite job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depends on the day. Even more than Buffalo Wild Wings. I miss my crew, man. <laughs> I miss my crew. You, speaking of crew, do you? Is it just you? Do you have any help? Um, no, it's just me. I have um my friend. She helps me time from here and there. Like when we did the wedding, I had her come shoot backup for me just so I could get like different angles and different views, but. As far as everything else, it's all me. I do all of the editing. I do all of the paperwork. I do everything. I love that so much. I can't wait to see what else you create. Do you have like any summer cute little sessions or anything going on? You have anything up your sleeve? 
Um, I've got a couple of styled shoots that I want to do, Yeah, but I've just got to come up with like that, the everything, all the little details and stuff. Um, we just got done moving. So now I'm just trying to get all my house unpacked and find all of my props and where everything got moved to and whatnot. But yeah, I heard like saw that little <laughs> shitty living situation. That shit was fucking crazy. We went all the way to court for it, man. Oh, <gasps> you actually went to court. Yeah. They, uh, they took us to, he took us to court because he was trying to he evict took us. Y'all to court? He took us to court. He was but trying he, to evict us. Yeah. But he was the one who had, he wasn't yep. coming and doing what he was supposed to be doing as a landlord. Yep. But he took us to court. We won the court case and then we had to get out in within 30 days. So we got this house and I'm just trying to unpack and find everything and figure out what's where. Yeah, I feel that. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to touch base on about what you're doing or anything? No, I mean, just keep a lookout. I've got different things up my sleeve. A lot of my stuff is kind of just at the drop of a hat. Ow, I just hit myself on the chair. That was really painful, but I'm really excited to see. I know I love seeing like every time that you drop new photo shoots and everything. I'm like, oh, look, these are so good. Like, I just love them so much. It's great. I just have one more question for you and then I'll stop bugging you for the evening. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, I told you earlier that I was going to do like a off the wall. I guess it's not off the wall. I'm starting to do it, but (laughs) damn I just smoked a wood by myself I'm high as shit (laughs) um I spoke with you in spirit I know I love that no I saw you so you spoke with me a little bit you hit your little you hit your little pipe you know what I'm saying you had your little bowl kind of some of it I usually smoke dabs I was about to say you dab before yeah before you even because you told me that you was doing that before we even got on yeah I usually dab well what do you think it is to be a modern woman (laughs) honestly just like stay true to yourself and don't doubt yourself like because honestly I've always been my biggest critic I've always been the most insecure person ever and I finally just one day believed in myself and I'm here and so I would just say like just don't give up and you may not feel like you're in the right place now, but you never know when the right place will be there. Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. That's a different, I like that. Go ahead and shout out your shit. I'm still going to link it down below. A shot of sunshine photography. I'm out of Lawton, Oklahoma. So if you guys are located in anywhere, I travel. So hit me up and we can always work that out. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, Yes beautiful beautiful well thank you guys so much for coming and listening to me in summer today oh my gosh I love it this has been a modern woman with your host me Brianna Danelle I'll see you next week goodbye